Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Delonado, featuring brother of Cameron Sisk that we've had on the previous podcast, our previous episode here. He was San Jose State player, now newly USC player, Parker Sisk. Parker, welcome. Hey, Dylan. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely, man. And so glad to finally get you on the pod here. I know uh, I've just, I've known, obviously I've known of you with uh, you and your brother have been kind of a dynamic duo in the college golf world and met you at the Cal Am and uh, super psyched to get you on, man. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It was, uh, it was nice meeting you up there at the Cal Am and uh, getting those sweet pictures too. Those were, those were awesome. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it, man. It was so fun. And um, yeah, it was great to get, get pictures of you. Cause I know whenever I was in college playing golf, if anybody could get pictures of me playing, it was a, uh, it was nice to have. So able, love to help you guys out there. Yeah, for sure. If you, sure. Uh, if you're around the college, college golf scene in the next couple of years, I'll have to recruit more of those. Yeah, man. Yeah. If you ever, yeah, for sure. Well, hopefully we can get, uh, get out there and I'm sure I'll see you at some other tournaments and stuff, but, um, yeah, we'll get into the questions here. You know, where'd you, where'd you grow up and how'd you get into the game of golf? So I grew up here in San Diego, mm-hmm. uh, home of a few pretty good golfers yeah. uh, um yeah. so cal in general but probably the best known from san diego is going to be phil mm-hmm. um and you know i kind of had an interesting road with golf i uh me and my brother and my family we've been members at the same course since we were three years old awesome. um dad was a really good player in his day he mm-hmm. you know got all the way down to like plus one plus two mm-hmm he went to San Diego state. He actually tried uh, making that team when okay. they were number six in the country. Wow. And those were the days of like the tryouts and all that <laughs> stuff. He actually missed it. He missed it by a shot, but he came close. And so his yeah. whole life, he's been a real good player. And he um, introduced me and cam to the game and he was kind of our first, uh, first coach. He just got us really dialed on all the fundamentals super early um, and we had a lot of interest early, you know, when we were like five and six, we played a couple of the San Diego junior golf tournaments and, yeah. and, but once we got old enough to start doing like baseball and soccer and football and basketball, uh, that all took precedent over golf for a while. Yeah, I bet. And it's kind of funny, like all the guys we were playing tournaments with when we were like five, six and seven, uh, when we came back to golf after mm. little and all those things were over when we were about 13 they were all the same guys were still there they play so me and cam had some catching up to do but um yeah golf wasn't super fun put it that way until we (laughs) turned about like 13 and then that's kind of when we turned it on and started playing more tournaments and and getting back into the swing of things definitely yeah you know it's funny that those people that were still there even when you guys came back and got serious because i know uh, whenever even when I was younger you know I played numerous sports as well it wasn't you know all golf quite yet so um yeah it's funny that you guys came back and obviously you, you were in high school you play, you talked about you played tournaments outside of high school but I like to kind of hear about what were your high school days like where'd you go to high school and kind of what were your what were your years like playing high school golf yeah high school golf was fun mm-hmm. um down here in SoCal we did it kind of differently we did like the nine hole matches yeah yeah I know some of the other uh some parts of the state do 18 and some other states do 18 whole matches, but we just did nine. Um, mm-hmm. So it was obviously, you know, for us that we were playing the AJGAs and, and stuff like that outside right. of high school, it wasn't, mm-hmm. uh, it's not like your typical um, other high school sport. Like if you play football, yeah. it's like high school football is your season to right. perform. Right. Where high school golf for us was, was kind of fun, uh, especially because me and Cam were like the two best players in our league. Mm-hmm. Uh we were consistently inside the top 10. I'd say once we were like sophomores Yeah. Um, in the, in the County. And then we had a really good friend, actually, he's uh he's playing up at East Bay. His name's Tommy Jernigan. Yeah. And he, uh, he played on our team as well. So we had a pretty, pretty good, strong top three guys. And then Definitely. kind of like a lot of other high school teams, once we get past that third guy, it, yeah. it's it kind of falls off a little bit. 
it, it fell off a little bit, but we had a ton of fun. Um, yeah. It was, it was a really good time. I think Cam was all CIF. I think three of the four years I was all CIF two of the four years. So mm -hmm. it was, uh, it was just a lot of fun. It was cool to be out there after school practicing with your friends. And um, it definitely made, made golf, you know, at least high school golf cooler that we had, we had buddies on the team. Yeah, definitely. And it's nice that you're able to do this alongside your brother and everything. I mean, you guys are both really, you know, really good players and kind of going through the different kind of levels of golf and everything. And you touched a little bit on you played outside tournaments, kind of what organizations did you play for? Which ones do you guys mainly targeted and mainly did you stay local or would you guys travel a decent amount? Yeah, it, it was a, it was a progression. I mean, we kind of went from when we got back into it right mm -hmm. around like 12 or 13 doing m mostly all just San Diego junior golf stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's the, that's the series that would get us into, you know, junior worlds and stuff like that. Right. And, you know, right around eighth grade, ninth grade, we kind of graduated into like we did the toy to tour cup series gotcha. uh, by SEPGA. Um, and those were really good tournaments. And then once we got, I think when we turned 15, we were able to do the, or, 15 on down, I think I played one of those junior all-star events for AJGA. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that was my my first AJGA event. Uh, and then I actually did, after that, I did a preview series. And for me, it was a little harder because I didn't develop uh, until later. And mm -hmm. that AJGA series is, uh, if you don't start playing pretty young, it's hard right. to accumulate those stars and get mm -hmm. Uh, enough stars to be able to register into the bigger events of course so i only had probably two seasons which were towards the end of high school that i was like fully exempt mm -hmm. or had enough stars to play in pretty much whatever i wanted right uh, and at that point we did a ton of traveling i mean i've played anywhere from obviously california arizona texas uh i mean i even went to connecticut for a tournament wow so, connecticut that's uh, over there yeah. <laughs> taken me you know golf and uh between me and my brother has taken us to i mean i think i've been to like almost 30 states it's wow. crazy that's awesome so, though yeah it's able yeah. it's awesome you're able to kind of get around and i mean you're playing totally different conditions different golf courses seeing how you know your game travels and it's only going to make you a better player yeah i mean it's it was definitely a good preview i would say being able to play in different places uh different grasses different course designs a really good preview um to college golf because college mm -hmm. golf i mean you know if you at least you're at a an upper echelon program you're going to be traveling a lot you're not going to be staying right. in your state and you're going to be seeing different courts conditions and in different states and it, it's uh you know it doesn't sound like all that difficult but um when you yeah. get a bermuda grass versus i say a kakuya or mm -hmm. a grass you got to play the course a lot differently so definitely uh, it did help going into into college for sure Definitely, man. And yeah, kind of when did you when did you start the recruiting process? When you when you did you start it kind of in the early years of high school, maybe later years of high school? Kind of how'd you go about that? Yeah. So I uh, personally, I I like I said earlier, I developed pretty late. Mm -hmm. I I grew late. I mean, I mean, for example, I think I grew like two and a half inches after high school. Wow. Like, I I definitely grew late. Um, mm -hmm. My I would say physically and mentally developed later. Yeah. And, you know, as everybody knows in golf, it's uh, the recruiting curve has gotten earlier and earlier. Oh, definitely. So, it's insane. Uh, that worked against me a little bit. Um, but I was fortunate enough to have, you know, like Cam, he, he was good at a pretty young age, mm -hmm. uh, that freshman, sophomore year of high school. And so I got to go on a lot of visits with him mm -hmm. um, where the, you know, the coaches or the program were, recruiting him but of course yeah uh, kind of experience it and see it and kind of understand how the process works so right right I did get to that point I think towards the you know middle of my junior year um you know getting closer I'd say the summer between my junior and senior year is when I really started uh performing you know more and better and, and started posting some some better scores and that's when um I kind of got into the recruiting and, and the, the three main schools I kind of narrowed it down to were uh, Weber State and Utah. Yep. Uh, 
which we actually have uh, a couple couple friends. There's there another set of twins in college golf, Hunter Howe and Connor Howe. Oh, okay. Wow, that's pretty cool. At Georgia Tech, and Hunter plays at Weber, so that was kind of um, one of the avenues I'd kind of gotten connected with that school. So yeah, that was one of the options. Uh, Northern Colorado in, in Greeley, Colorado, was another official visit that I took, and then mm-hmm. Santa Fe State, which uh, is a school I'd ended up committing to uh, right around halfway through my senior year, yeah. uh, which, you know, as everyone knows, that's pretty late. Yeah. Um, but it was, uh, you know, I went on a visit. I liked the facilities, the school and yeah, it, uh, yeah, it worked out well. Exactly. And, you know, even though you committed late and everything and you might, maybe, you know, you developed later, you know, it is what it is, but you, you know, you're at the point now where you, I mean, seeing you in the at the california Amateur, i mean you're you're an absolute unit of a man to be hitting the ball you know i mean it's it's like i mean just look at the pictures i get of you i mean it's just like i mean you're just bulging out of the shirt man i mean you're just looking like a unit out there like brooks kepka over there so i mean and uh a hell of a compliment i appreciate that <laughs> definitely man and you know and it's you committed to a great, you know, a, you know great school like you talking about the schedule and everything you kind of traveling a lot kind of talk about what were your years, you know, your time at San Jose State? I know it was a little shorter because you transferred to USC, but just kind of talk about, you know, like you said, the facilities and just kind of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so the thing that drew me in most originally, I think, was uh, the practice facility. And, it, you know, oh, yeah. the Spartan Golf Complex is is amazing. It's got, you know, to be a top top, a top level player, um, you, you're going to have to have a facility like that of right. some sort. It has the you know short game area which can be stretched back all the way to uh 60 70 80 yards and in mm-hmm. uh, two putting greens one flatter one more undulating and uh i forget the square footage but a huge grass tee and actually on both sides of the facility one that was more into the wind and then one that was downwind uh and i would say that is a huge huge benefit i mean being able to hit off grass all the time right is something that you you can find a lot of places but some places don't have that you know if you get restricted to mats yep. it, i do consider that uh, a disadvantage because mm-hmm. being able to hit off grass all the time even though you might not be aware of it when you're hitting balls it right helps a lot oh it i helps. totally agree totally so agree. Uh, that facility was was amazing and then you know our our course rotation was uh, pretty awesome too. We got to go out to San Jose Country Club, uh, Almaden Country Club, and then uh, once a week over at Pasa Tiempo, which yeah. Alistair McKenzie Design always mm-hmm. in shape. Um, and it, you know, it's just a pleasure to be able to play there once a week because that course, you know, it's not looking at the scorecard, nothing too intimidating. But I right. will tell you, get on that course, it plays a lot different. And, uh, <laughs> you don't bring it that day you'll you'll see it on the scorecard that's definitely you know and i just you know i've seen it because you guys host your tournament there and it's on tv and a lot of big teams are coming to that the you know your tournament and yeah i mean it looks like you know just a spectacular golf course but like you said i mean there's certain places out there where if you're not hitting fairways you know it, it looks like it can be brutal and if you're not hitting the right spot on the green i mean it's just they're you know undulating greens i mean it, it looks yeah, pretty difficult that tournament is uh you know, it's the first year um, getting to play in that event. It, it's amazing how much different uh, we even think it is or play it, you know, because we play, it, you know, once a week year round. And right. I think a lot of schools and people think, oh, well, you know, San Jose State should fare better sometimes than they do. But, uh, you know, with the membership there and everything, they keep the course pretty, mm-hmm. uh, pretty manageable, I would say, year yeah. round tournament rolls around i mean they get that thing in championship shape the greens are firm and fast and you know this course was built a long time ago when you know eight and a half on the stem was real quick right right and beat them up over 12 it i mean people are putting them off the green (laughs) you're you're aiming you know on lag putts sometimes 10 feet outside the hole oh yeah crazy so uh i am looking forward to going back to that this year uh this this next spring with sc and hopefully i'll have a little bit of a course knowledge still um, yeah but it's uh it's a great tournament i think it's you know one of my favorite tournaments i've gotten to play in in college golf and the fact that it is on tv uh that is always cool being able to play with the camera on you and uh 
adds a little pressure, but if anyone plans on going to the next level, you, you got to get used to it. So exactly. That's exactly right. And I think that's great that, you know, they, they have those opportunities for you guys. And I know um, this coming year, university of Texas, they're going to be, um, they're going to be having their term on TV as well. So, I mean, it's, it's great that college golf is getting this attention because like you said, if you, guys that are wanting to go to the next level, they're going to have to get used to playing, you know, in front of the cameras or in front of TV. And I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's a whole nother feeling. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's really cool that, you know, golf, I mean, we've seen it in the last year with COVID. Uh, I mean, so many people have gotten into it and it's mm -hmm. become, uh, you know, more of a mainstream sport. And it's, it's cool to see that now with so much is happening with the NCAA and, and college golf is becoming a lot bigger deal. And, uh, people are starting to realize that like the high level of play is starting, you know, in, in college. I mean, even starts in junior golf, but once you get to college, it really ramps up. And mm -hmm. uh, I think even the addition of, you know, guys like Colin Morikawa and, and Matt Wolf right out of college, you know, in this last couple of years, it's, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's, I think them two have helped even uh, get college golf more on the map because it Definitely. shows, it shows that, you know, like this is starting in college and, and people want to watch it. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to it. And I, you know, we're going to, uh, Pepperdine's tournament. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. Um, the Southwestern mm -hmm. and it's, uh, that, you know, that's on golf channel. I think it was, it was on golf channel this year and, yep. uh, on golf channel this next year. So it's, uh, I think it's, you're going to see a lot more of it, uh, this season, the next season, the season after that, I think people are, are shooting for getting their tournaments on TV. Definitely, man. And like you said, you're going to be going back to, you know, Paso Tampo as a player for USC. I'd like to talk about that process and transferring to USC, kind of talk about, you know, you getting in contact with the coach, kind of what, what all went down in order for you to get to USC. Yeah. You know, I, um, you know, when I decided to, to make a change and leave San Jose state, um, it was, you know, it took a lot because I had, I had nothing planned. I didn't know what was going to happen for me, you know, over COVID. And after once, like once I got sent home for my sophomore year, yeah, uh, a lot changed for me uh, back here at home. And, you know, I, I just changed a lot as a person. And I think it was, it, I came to a realization with my friends, my family um, that, you know, it was time for me to just move on and do something new. Yeah. Uh, you know, because of the restrictions they had up there in Santa Clara uh, County, where San Jose State is, I ended up opting out of my junior year, which was part of my decision to um, transfer. Mm -hmm. but, yeah, yeah, I, I was able to save some eligibility, so I am, you know, kind of a, a seasoned college golfer. I've got a lot of the experience under my belt, and right. I have three, three years left, so that was definitely a bonus. But yeah, you know, going to SC was uh, something that I'd always really like wanted mm -hmm. uh, you know going back to the junior golf days you know that was a that was definitely a school that I couldn't realistically you know think about going to just because of how late I developed and course, and got yeah. the uh the better scores but um I got to a point you know now where I've completely changed my uh my game mentally and physically where uh when I did get in that transfer portal I reached out to the new coach there JT Higgins mm -hmm. uh, and kind of just told him like, look, you know, I'm in the transfer portal. I'm very interested. And it kind of had gone from there. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a, you know, pretty good friend on the team there, Cameron Henry. Yeah. Uh, yep. Kind of communicate with him too about, uh, you know, asking questions and, and, and stuff like that. And, of course. Um, but, you know, the other two schools I was interested in were uh, San Diego State and USD down here, you know, local and yep. at home. But so, yeah, I guess, you know, Southern California, but, uh, it was, I had like, again, you know, I had nothing planned. So it was a, it was a hard decision to make. Um, but knowing that I just, you know, wanted to do something different and, and make a change. Mm -hmm. uh, I just knew that that was the best move for me. And then following that, I think I was in the, the portal for a couple months and I put up a really good string of scores. Um, awesome. I won the Cal-Am qualifier that I played in, mm -hmm. uh, went down to, the SoCal open, which is a, a tour or not a tour event, but sorry, a professional event. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, didn't, didn't fare too well in the last round, but through two rounds, I think out of 290 guys that started, I was in like 13th place. Yeah. That's great. Uh, so I just, you know, I ramped everything up for myself. My, 
my attitude, my uh, physicality with the game, everything. And it, it's just been uh, it's, it's a lot's happened the last couple of months, but I think overall just everything I've decided to change uh, has gotten me to the place where I'm at now. And I can't be, I couldn't be more excited to be a Trojan in the fall. So yeah, definitely, man. And, you know, just grow any, any kid growing up, they want to go play at a division, you know, division one school and USC being one of those schools. Cause they are known for having such a great program and just what all USC that just comes with being an athlete at USC. I mean, right. that's, that's some, something that is, you know, that's a huge goal for a lot of people. And that's awesome that you're able to say now you will be, you know, you're going to be a Trojan this next, this next semester. Yeah. It, you know, it's just a place that, um, you know, it just breeds excellence mm-hmm. and, to be able to be a part of a place that, you know, the standards are so high, uh, they're known for greatness in every aspect. I mean, from the classroom to uh, athletics, to the way you carry yourself um, off the golf course, out of the classroom with, with donors, it's all of it. And I I couldn't be, you know, more excited to be a part of such a great place. And, you know, even, even family, because I mean, they have, you know, I think it's, if it's not ranked number one, it's, it's gotta be close with the, uh, alumni. Oh uh, yeah. They have after, after you leave, I mean, you're once a Trojan, always a Trojan. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's something that I'm very excited to be a part of. And, uh, I just can't wait to bring, um, bring my best, uh, bring my best foot forward to SC and try and, um, just contribute to the team and, and the, and the university in every way I can. So definitely. Yeah. Definitely. You know, do you have any expectations going into USC? Maybe you have some goals for yourself that you'd like to accomplish as your first year there? A hundred percent. Yeah. I, uh, you know, like I said, I, I am going to be, you know, in, in school, I'll be a senior, but mm-hmm. uh, eligibility wise, I'm just, you know, starting my sophomore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I think, you know, coming in, we got a lot of us coming in, but I think I'd like to try and, uh, you know, around the team, be one of those guys. I mean, obviously I'm going to be new at the school, but mm-hmm. I, I won't be new to the college golf thing. So just try to, one of my goals that I want to hold myself to is just leading by example. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd really like to try and, and be, you know, have a little bit of a leadership role coming in. Yeah. Obviously, you know, it's about the score and, and going out and performing and, and not just winning for myself, but winning for my team. I mean, I'd, of course. I'd love to say, you know, I want to win individually. Uh, that's a very hard thing to do in college golf, but that is my goal. But more, moreover, I think I'd like to, uh, you know, take home that Pac-12 cha- championship title, yeah. uh, you know, make your regionals, get to NCAAs and, and you know, go the distance. So I mm-hmm. think um, just working hard, you know, for myself, but also, also for the program and, uh, and, and my school, I think that's something I'm really looking forward to playing for, you know, cause in college golf, you got the opportunity to play as a team mm-hmm. and uh, you can play for something bigger than yourself, which is, uh, is very cool. So I think a couple of my goals are obviously working hard and, 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 uh, and winning for myself, but you know, moreover, like I said, I'd really like to just win for our team and, and win for the school. Definitely. Well, like you said, and even though golf is an individual sport, but yet once you're playing college golf, like you said, you're playing not only for yourself, but something bigger for your team. And like you said, to be able to, you know, possibly, you know, win the Pac-12, go to, you know, win your regionals, go to nationals. I mean, that would be something for, you know, you and your brother both to make it to nationals and, you know, maybe a little Cisk on Cisk action in the match play. I mean, that would be something to see on TV. Yeah, that would be very cool. And I mean, the first, uh, I'm not sure their schedule quite yet, but I'm sure um, we're going to have at least a couple of tournaments that oh, overlap. Yeah. And so hopefully we'll be able to get to see him and compete in the same fields a few times. Uh, but then, yeah, once we get to that Pac-12 championship, I mean, I've, uh, I've had my fair share of, of losses to him, but now we're, we're on, uh, we're on the same level. So mm-hmm. maybe go to the PAC 12 with, uh, with SC, you know, I, it'd be cool to not let ASU, um, ASU take it, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really able to play in the same conference as him and, and be able to see him a little bit more. It'll, it'll be a lot of fun. Definitely. You know, and now that, you know, like you said, you're, you know, you're developed a lot more, not only in your game, but, you know, physically as well. I mean, it's going to be so cool to see how you guys go and everything. I mean, I'm so excited to see how, 
not only yours, you know, your scores go and of course your brothers, cause you know, he's podcast alum as well, but um, you know, it's going to be just so cool to see you guys go out there and just, you know, and just compete. I mean, just compete. I mean, that's, that's what you guys yeah, are there it's for. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and yet, just to add back to that one thing I, I talked about, you know, yeah. competing with your team, uh, something that, you know, I, I have now and I can't necessarily say I had it early on in, in college golf. Uh, and, you know, that's part of the, part of the things that I'm, I'm going to want to try and be there for the younger guys and like and show them the way a little bit and, you know, tell them what to do. Not tell them what to do, but, you know, help them. If they got questions, be there for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I learned you know, not definitely not my first year, but you, when you're out there, I mean, and this isn't just team when you're playing for a team, but even by yourself, but you know, more so when you're, when you're playing for a team, if you, you know, make a bogey or make six bogeys in a row, whatever, like you can't play differently. You playing for yourself. You don't know sometimes what the other guys are doing. If some Mm guy's about to shoot, you know, 82, you know, if you have two guys have a bad day, you know, it could ruin a team score. So that's why something I learned, you know, later than my first year was staying in it and not oh giving gosh, up. Yes, yeah. It's amazing how many times you come into the clubhouse and you're kicking yourself because you're like, God, if I just wouldn't have done that, you know, and not gotten irritated and, and made a, a stupid mental decision, you know, mm-hmm. you'd be sitting here as a team and I'd be sitting here as an individual and, uh, that's something I just like really latched onto. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think towards the end of my sophomore season before COVID. Um, but yeah, I think that's like a really important thing on the course and uh, something that I'll definitely be bringing to SC. We're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. Scrambling with Donato is sponsored by our friends over at Future Champions Golf. Future Champions Golf is a leader in junior golf player development, no matter the player's skill level. The amount of opportunity and competition they give junior golfers in numerous states is nothing like I've ever seen. Not only is the competition top-notch, but they always have college coaches in attendance recruiting players. If you want to sign up your junior golfer to be a part of the organization, check them out on Instagram at Future Champions Golf or go to their website at futurechampionsgolf.com. Definitely, you know, and it's I'm glad that you brought that up because, you know, when I played at Sonoma State, that's exactly what... uh, I was, you know, I was co-captains with another guy, Devin Gregg. I mean, he, we, you know, he preached that, you know, tournaments, some of those, you know, tournaments come down to one or two strokes. And if it, and if it, and like you said, you could be going six bogeys in a row, but yet if you're counting score, I mean, you got to stay in it. You got to grind it out, not only for yourself, but for your team, because it, it could come down to just one stroke for some of these tournaments to win. I mean, it's huge, especially once you get into postseason stuff. I mean, it's so important. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's uh, it when someone tells you every stroke counts, it they're not just saying that to say that it does. I mean, it's it amazing does. times it will come down to one shot. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and um, kind of switching gears a little bit. You know, you work with Adam Porzak. I like to ask, you know, how that relationship start with Porzak, and I know your brother works with him as well. You know, kind of how'd you guys get in contact with him, and how that start? Yeah, hundred percent. Um we started working with him i'd say right around when we were maybe not quite 14 maybe 13 mm-hmm. right in that area yeah uh, was the time where we'd kind of been back to golf for a year year and a half or so and um that was the time where you know my dad had helped us a lot you know growing up and and you know teaching us the fundamentals but it was the time where you know, a lot of the, the kids that we were competing against had their swing coaches and it, we just felt that it was something that we needed to, you know, start doing, you know, of go course. see. It was a professional and, and could try and get us, you know, to that next level. Um, and, you know, I'll never forget our, our first, very first lesson. We went together, you know, we did a, like, I think a two hour lesson mm-hmm. and it was over at Carlton Oaks. That's where he'd uh, started teaching and then gotcha. he, you know, yeah. transitioned to Bernardo Heights and, mm-hmm. It was, I mean, you know, poor Zach's going to listen to this and crack up because he's going to know exactly what I'm talking about. But I remember it being the most frustrating lesson ever because, you know, he was something he preaches is, you know, he's got two positions. Position one is that, uh, you know, club at hip high being yep. in the right spot. And, you know, once you get in the right spot, all you got to do is shoulder turn to the top and the rest takes care of itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just remember, 
you know, at 13 and a half or whatever it was trying so hard to do that, you know, if I, <laughs> I would just completely hit, you know, a terrible shot and, you know, just getting so frustrated, yeah. uh, stuck with it. And we were, you know, hit us too. And, you know, Adam Madison, he actually plays it at Colorado. Uh, but mm-hmm. I'd say three were, you know, some of his very first, um, that, you know, now have become top tier players. Yeah. So we just have stuck with him this entire time. And I, I uh, mentioned in my, you know, Instagram post, I gave him a little shout out, but I can't say enough, you know, without him and, and Mike Pitt, yeah. uh, you know, his fellow teacher, you know, without them, with their advice on the course, off the course, uh, all of it, you know, basically, you know, they're, I'd consider their friendship over the last seven years now. Uh, I don't think I'd be anywhere near where I'm at with the game. Um, so a lot of what I have, to you know attribute to my own success and what i've been able to do you know on the course off the course it, a lot of it comes from them and they've helped helped me and cam so much so uh it's definitely a relationship you know i'll i want to have forever um and yeah overall they just they both know a ton about the game and every time i go to them i learn something new so it's that's what you you got to keep learning Definitely, you know, and it's, you, you guys, you know, you were at the California Amateur, that's, you know, that's obviously where I was seeing picture you, and, you know, Adam and Mike are both there, Adam was on the back for your first round, you know, you go out there, shoot a, you know, great, you know, 66 out at the preserve, that's an awesome score out there, and it's just so cool, you know, now, now having met Adam and Mike and kind of seeing what they're about, you know, it's, that is a relationship just about anybody that, you know, that, just talks to poor Zach or, you know, Mike Pitt, you know, they're, they're such likable guys. And so, you know, so much fun to talk to. So, you know, that's, that's awesome. You know, that, like I said, Adam was on the back for you and being able to go out there and play great golf, going out there, executing shots that, you know, you or him are both talking about. That's only building your guys' relationship more. And I mean, that's just, it's so great to have that with your swing coach. That's so great. Yeah, it, it is cool. And, you know, having him on the back, it's more of just, you know he's there he's obviously helped me you know mainly around the greens reading the reading mm-hmm. the putts and stuff but you know for the majority of the round it's just you know we're there together he's keeping me loose like you know we're just there playing golf and having fun and that's yep. what it is uh that's you know I think a, bit, a big part of the reason why I was able to stay so focused and, and shoot a great score so um yeah he he's uh he's you know just a really good person really good friend um and he knows uh, just a ton about the game. So definitely, definitely. And what, what's something that you would say, cause you, obviously you guys have been working with Adam for so many years. What's something that's kind of evolved in your game or something that he's really been able to kind of help you go to the next level? Um, I would honestly say, I mean, something that is still sticks with me to this day is that first lesson I talked about. Yeah. Uh, I used to have a pretty, uh, not, I wouldn't say complex swing, but it definitely wasn't put together. You know, Mm -hmm. I had good fundamentals, you know, from stance to, you know, I've always had a really good grip. That's something my dad has always like really instilled in both me and my brother. Yeah. Uh, You know, I could get it done, but I used to, you know, come over the top. I was way too quick. Um, And I think over the course of five, six, seven years, just consist like consistently grinding, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say two part swing, but just the two spots, making it simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting your club down the line, uh, club face awareness, like all of that. And then being able to know, you know, cause I, I always tried to hit it like way too hard. That was my acute. <laughs> I uh, wanted to rip it, man. <laughs> sometimes now I can fall into that sometimes, but uh, knowing, you know, like if I do this, you know, if I hit these spots, I'm going to be most efficient with, right. with my, my speed that I have and I don't have to overswing and, mm-hmm. you know, hit the center of the club face and I think just the repeatability of what he teaches has been able to elevate my scores my game um, and obviously around the greens I mean he's been able to show me so many different shots so many different ways to uh to one practice too I think that's been a big help like mm-hmm. I kind of had a hard time you know figuring out the best ways to practice I'd go to the short game area and take a shag bag and just chip around but um you know I think he's helped me in a big way and just being able to like practice in the right ways. Um, and you know, if I have an hour, like I'm going to make the most out of that hour, mm-hmm. you know, if it, you know, say 30 chips, they're going to be the best 30 chips that I hit. Right. Uh, 
So I think, yeah, I would say, you know, in my, in my practicing, especially around the short game uh, and then long game, just the repeatability, like I said, of what he teaches uh, really has, you know, made golf way more consistent. And that's what we're all chasing. That's what we're all trying to do. Um, we're all trying to, you know, narrow the, the dispersion with the of low course. Sport. Yes. I think that's exactly what he's done for me and it's helped in a very big way. Definitely. I think, and, you know, that's great. Exactly. Just kind of keeping things simple with the swing and knowing that if, you know, you get to those positions, you know, you know that you're going to hit the center of the club facing, you know, you're going to hit the shot that you want to hit. I think that's something that's a lot of people kind of forget about is just keeping the swing simple because you, you there's so many things that obviously there's a lot that needs to happen in a golf swing, but if you can just keep it simple, you know, you'll be able to get, you know, you'll be able to have a, a much more efficient swing. I think that's great. Yeah, hundred percent. Golf is, is uh, way too complicated as it is. I mean, physically and mentally. So mm-hmm. easier you can make it on yourself, the, the better you'll do. Definitely. And kind of, you know, obviously you have a lot more years of eligibility left and, you know, you're always going to be playing golf. Do you have kind of what your future is going to be like after college? Do you kind of have a plan for after that or not so yeah, much yet? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, being, you know, that I have three years left. Um, yeah. yeah. It's going to be, I think, something I take year by year. But Mm -hmm. uh, as of now, I think it'd be great to try and uh, get the two, you know, two degrees, be able to get my my undergraduate degree from SC and then definitely uh, on and and maybe do an MBA and get my graduate degree. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, I think a lot of it, too, depends on, you know, where my game's at. Of course. Yeah. From a young age, I've been very um, I've been very logical with the whole turning pro thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've gotten to see, you know, firsthand my brother be, I think he's been ranked as low as like 20 in Wagger. And, mm-hmm. you know, he, one of those guys that has really, you know, for a long time now, you know, you know, realistically been being able to talk about that and, you know, I'm, I'm getting there now, but, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, the guy that's out there chasing it for six, seven, eight years, you know, that's right, just, that's right. me. that works for a lot of people, but for me, I think, um, I definitely think I'm, I want to give it a fair shot and mm-hmm. do Q school and, you know, try, try and make it and pursue it. Cause obviously I don't, I don't want to ever stop playing golf. Of course. Right. Uh, right. But, you know, I also do, you know, if that's not necessarily what's going to work out for me, I want to be able to move on with, you know, if I have two degrees and, and oh, be yeah. as successful possible in, in whatever Avenue I decide to go down with that. So, um, I think yeah, these next few years will, will be interesting to see what happens, but a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, how I progress, you know, as a player and uh, what happens in the classroom. So definitely. And I mean, two degrees, I mean, let alone one degree from USC is pretty good, but I mean, two degrees, I mean, you, you're, you're definitely going to have the backup plan, you know, set and you got those degrees, no matter what, whether you know right. professional golf works out or doesn't. So, I mean, that's, that's always great to have. And it's nice that it lines up pretty good with uh, your playing eligibility as well. It's not like you're kind of like, well, I got to find classes to take, you know, yeah. you, it's going to uh-huh. line up pretty well. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's worked out uh, kind of better than I ever thought it would. Um, you know, for a time there when I was going through the transfer process and having all this eligibility, I was thinking like, God, this is, you know, when COVID happened, I was like, you know, it affected a lot of people in a lot of yeah. ways, but it's, uh, you know, it's a you know, big testament to, you know, everything happens for a reason and it's something oh, I've yeah. for a long time. And, and, uh, if you just kind of trust the process and you stay in it, you know, it'll, you'll look back and say, Oh, two years ago, I had no idea it's going to be here, but you know, it all works out. So definitely definitely man and I, and I wish you nothing but the best for your time at your time at not only usc but you know your individual tournaments and you know we'll be watching out there you know checking your results posting up on instagram and everything as well but um you know we're heading in the next segment of the show i like to call the ham and egg it's just we ask them for fun questions here about you get to know you know parker sisk a little bit more um so first one if you could have a dream foursome who would be in it so you know you're one of the you're one of the people in the foursome so who would your three others be Oh man, that's tough. Uh, I'd say, you know, obviously myself, uh, my dad, mm-hmm. um, Tiger Woods okay, and Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Yep. Yeah. No, those are very, very, you know, very common answers. And, you know, it's, it's yeah. I mean, Tiger Woods is greatest of all time, of course. And Arnold Palmer, unfortunately, he's not with us, but I mean, just such a genuine human being. And once again, he was an amazing player himself. Yeah. I mean, I think, 
you know, both of them, Arnold, Arnold was, you know, one of the first, I mean, obviously there's many great players before him as oh, well, yeah. but he brought uh, a lot of attention to the game, even mm-hmm. before, you know, Jack did. I mean, Jack brought a lot of attention to the game. And then, you know, obviously Tiger, uh, I think did the most for the game of golf and, and turning it to, you know, just a, a country club or sport to a, you know, mainstream sport. He, he did so much of the game. And, you know, I, I was a little bit, I was a little bit young when he was really going through his whole prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, uh, I got to see some of it, you know, between 2008 and 2013 and right. even up to 2015, you know, I, I, I was able to, you know, at that age kind of understand more and comprehend more, but I still think one of the coolest things was, um, being able to watch him win the masters. It was, oh, uh, yeah. it was the day I'll never forget. It was the day of the, the practice round for the Western, mm-hmm. um, and I was on, I was on hole nine. And I mean, everyone had their phones out. Everyone had their phones out. Like life, we were watching him come down the stretch. And, and I think actually me and my group were like, you know what? Screw this hole. We're just, we ran yeah. up. In the, we didn't play not, I mean, it's pretty straightforward par five anyway, but we ran up into the clubhouse and got to sit there for, uh, you know, 20 minutes, you know, while we waited for the group to come up behind us. And we watched him in the, in the bar there at, at, at uh, Tiempo knocking that, final putt we watched him come down the last hole and yeah it was it just it was awesome to see him kind of go full i don't want to say full circle with it but be able to do the kind of things he did for so long mm-hmm. and and do it again and in front of his kids that had kind of grown up now and yeah it was it was just like a, it was an awesome like almost like a throwback it was great so Definitely. that's something i'll remember forever that was really cool Definitely. You know, I totally remember when Tiger Woods won as well. I was watching with my dad on TV and it's just like, it, it was kind of surreal, you know, you're watching it on TV and yet you're just like, like, wow, like that just happened. Like, it's just, it's so cool. It's one of those things that a lot of people were talking about, you know, one of the greatest comebacks in sports history, you know, it's just yeah. so, so awesome to be able to see that. So definitely. And I like it. Cameron doesn't make the cut for the foursome, not making it. <laughs> No, I've, I've played, uh, I've played way too much golf with that kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, definitely. Uh, yeah. He's, he's awesome to play with. And that's one of the best things about having a twin. I mean, we've, we've done everything our whole lives together. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a big part of the reason I think that we've, we've kept each other so grounded with the game. We've always had that built in competition. So, um, but yeah, we've, we've got many, many rounds to play. So definitely and you know the next one actually is about you know if you if you and Cameron were to go in a heads-up match who do you think would win you know now you know in today you know you being more developed now you know you're yeah how do you think that would turn I, out there no, I uh if you asked me this question a couple of years ago I think I, I was gonna I would not wouldn't lie to your face I'd be honest <laughs> with you and I I would have to uh pull out quite the round to to beat him but now it's uh it's a toss up, you know, yeah. with the way I'm, especially right now, like we go out there in a competitive situation. Um, it's going to be real close. So it's going to probably come all the way down to the end. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it's pretty cool how for so long, you know, people were like, Oh, you guys really twins. And, and now it's, you know, we're almost, we're 21, almost 22. And now it's like, Oh yeah, these guys, you know, they play the same. They look the yep. same. So yep. It's uh, It's been a progression over the last, you know, three four years but yeah now it would be uh it would be fun to watch that's for sure definitely you know to be continued you know we'll see how you guys go whenever you guys get in these tournaments together and if you guys you know obviously going to be competing each other against each other so um it's gonna be super fun to watch man i'm super looking forward to that yeah 100%. Um, yeah so uh next question it's kind of traditional one i like to ask it just like to see how you know uh how uh, determined you are with your golf game but you know let's say you hit a shot in a pond it's sitting in mud it, you know it's water in there it's muddy you know you're gonna go in there if you go in there you're just gonna get blown up with mud are you going in there stripping in you know down to your underwear to save your round to hit that shot yeah 100 100 percent. yeah yeah uh i mean you could always buy a new pair of pants, right? Exactly. Yeah, you just wash them. You'd be good to go. Yeah, wash them as long as I'm not wearing all white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, all white. Yeah, that'd be a little brutal. Yeah, I mean, if you if you've got, you know, the famous line, hit it, hit it as it lies, or play it as it lies. Mm-hmm. Hitable. I mean, I don't, I don't see any reason. I'm, I'm taking a drop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in there and I'm gonna, uh, put a good swing on it and hopefully get a good shot. Hundred percent. Definitely. 
Definitely, yeah. man. And it's funny, I, you know, I recorded previously, you know, previous episode was Dylan Vanderveer and he actually talked about, you know, one of his first qualifying rounds at, you know, St. Mary's, he actually went in upon and actually hit, you know, he went down in there and hit a shot and blew mud all over him. So, I mean, it's, you know, <laughs> awesome. it, it happens. I mean, you just never know until you get in those situations, you know, and now we know Parker Sisk, he's willing to get down in there and get dirty. <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. Definitely. You know, what's some advice you have for junior golfers who are looking to make the transition from junior golf to college golf? Was there kind of something that you learned from, you know, your experiences that you'd like to pass on to, to yeah. the listeners? You know, I did, this is a kind of, I got a couple things for this one. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Cause I would say the first one is, is the short game. Like as a junior golfer, um, and this is something that, you know, college coaches even look for. So if you're a junior golfer and you're listening to this, I would, I would definitely uh, spend a lot of time on the short game because growing up, me and my brother were not the long hitters. Um, and, it, you know, when you're hitting longer clubs into the green, you're going to miss more greens. And, and we learned how to get up and down. We learned how to use our tools and we learned how to, um, you know, scramble and, yeah. and hit a hole. And I think, you know, the strength and, and the length and, and the working out and all that comes, uh, you know, it comes later and it, it's, it's good to start early, but for me, it came later, but to be able to have the groundwork, um, with, you know, the 150 yards and in and, and the short game and that stuff, once you do get that length, I mean, it's a game changer because, uh, you watch those guys on TV, I'd say the biggest difference between what they're doing and all the guys trying to make it to the tour and all mm -hmm. the guys in college trying to go to the next level yeah. is those get up and down from everywhere. Yep. And at an early age, there's something about being young, but honing the short game at an early age is a lot easier than uh, trying to, you know, get those tools later on. Right. So I would say the short game and, and two for me, a story that I have I'll never forget was, was my first college golf tournament at Aldara up at uh, University of Washington's tournament. Got it. Uh, you know, it was a beast of a course. I, you know, my freshman year was not in shape. I, I still was only about like five, nine, mm -hmm. didn't hit far. And there was a hole that, you know, I had like a two, two seventy, two seventy five yard carry off the tee with a driver. Yeah. And I, and over that t-ball I'm like, man i better i better hit one solid here like i can't miss this <laughs> yeah. uh, and i'd say that's another thing you know going into college it's uh the golf courses change a lot you know in mm -hmm. junior golf the being able to um you know never have anything more than a, a, a six, seven six iron on par threes you know the right. par five little short but for me the 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 biggest elevation in my game i'd have to contribute you know in the last year aside from all the hard work and the practice is the work in, in the gym. I mean, golf has become a physical game and a Definitely. game of strength, power and being able to hit it long or hit seven iron on par threes when other guys are hitting six or five, it, mm -hmm. it, it helps so much. Uh, and I'd say, you know, the earlier you could start before college on, on the fitness and the strength aspect, uh, that, that would be a big help because, I got kind of introduced to a regular workout regime when I got to college mm -hmm. yeah, uh, and, and just had never done it before. And, and a lot of guys are like that, you know, especially in golf. So I would say spending a lot of time on your short game and, you know, finding the time to get in the gym a little bit and start that process before you get to college are the two big things. Definitely. And, and like you said, you know, once you got to college, that's kind of when you were introduced to it all. And it, I mean, college golfers, they work out. I mean, it's, it's, it's with, it comes with being a player and an athlete. And um, I mean, I know I've just heard from a lot of colleges. I mean, and they do workouts at, you know, six in the morning, six 30 in the morning. So, I mean, you, you be ready. If you want to play to college golf, you got to get, got to be ready in order you know, oh, to, yeah. to be I able mean, to I, hit the gym. Yeah. At San Jose, we did, we did 7am workouts three days a week and I, I'm not that, that first year I got my butt kicked I mean I I was not in good shape a little and sore I, little sore maybe <laughs> yeah a little sore I mean sometimes a lot of sore but <laughs> it uh it, it was a it was a rude awakening but I mean you know once I got through it and then you know in the last three years have elevated my fitness it's uh it's opened my eyes to like holy you know wow this is this is a yeah. huge huge advantage so Definitely. um it's uh it's something that you know as a junior golfer if you plan on going to the, the next level it's just part of what comes with it exactly definitely definitely i'm glad you brought those two things up um 
if you there's so many different you know club manufacturers you know clothing out there in the golf world you know if you could pick any clothing brand club manufacturer to sponsor you who would who would they be oh that's a tough question it uh, is, yeah i just know growing up for myself i i'd always be like oh man I, you know if i was ever pro i'd be in this and i'd have these right. clubs but you know so yeah no i you know right now um i'm with ping and mm-hmm. you know they They've helped me out uh, a lot with, you know, the stuff that I have right now. And, and I love all their stuff. And um, my, uh, my rep, he works with a lot of college guys. His name's Will. He's, he's been the best to me. And, um, you know, I just am so grateful for their, their help because, you know, golf's an expensive sport and, oh yeah you know, they're, you know, this is kind of like the first company that's really come to me and said, you know what, we like your game and we want to help you out. And so, uh, you know, it's gotten me to where I'm at now. And I would say definitely I'd, like to have a uh, ping in the bag mm-hmm. and you know one of my longtime favorite clothing brands is uh, is peter millar so oh yeah say, oh yeah, yeah. You no know, not a lot of guys rock it out there it's kind of a uh, a smaller smaller scale on the pga tour at least but yeah. i would uh, like to be one of the peter millar guys for sure definitely you know i i and you know i wore it whenever i was at the california amateur and i went to the us open i bought a peter millar jacket and man dude their stuff i mean it's a long you know it's not cheap that's for sure but man it is awesome quality yeah it is nice that's for sure it's uh it's always one of the most expensive shirts in the golf shop but it's it looks good it feels good and um you know yeah. you know it's Look good, feel good, play good, right? That's it, man. That's it. You got to get out there and you got to look good. You got to feel good, you know, and then you go out there, you're feeling confident. You go out there, you know, play golf, you know, obviously that's not, not the case for everybody sometimes, but Hey, if you, you know, if you're not playing very good, you know, you got to look the part. So. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Definitely. Um, I, this next question might be a little difficult. I know you played, you know, so much golf, not only competitive golf, but just for fun golf, but kind of, What's, what's the most memorable moment you've had while being on the golf course? Um, that's a tough one. You know, I think there's been so many, uh, I got, a, I have a couple, you know, Okay. yeah, yeah, for but sure. I think, you know, one of them is definitely going to be the, you know, in 2019, um, two years ago when I won the San Diego city am, that mm. was, you know, my first kind of, uh, bigger win. Yeah. Um, and, and really solid win. And I had my, uh, my dad on the bag and the first day went bo- bogey free 68 and second day at Torrey North, I shot 69. And wow. I, I had, I only had one bogey actually in 36 holes, but I hadn't made like any putts from like eight from hole eight on. And mm-hmm. um, it was, uh, there's no life scoring or anything. And, and I was in the lead by, I think a shot or two after the first round. Yeah. But I had no idea where I was at. So I was on 18, um, at Torrey North and I had about a, a 20 footer and I was just standing over it and I was like, you know what I'm due, I'm due for something to go in. Yep. And I, that thing went right in the heart. And That's it awesome. Was a moment for me and my dad there on 18, I ended up winning by uh, a few shots, but I, I didn't know if I needed it or not. You know, I was, right. I was thinking I got to have this butt to have a chance and right. it was cool to do that. And I had a lot of friends and family out there watching. I'd say that was one of the, that's awesome. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, memory for me. And I'd say the second one, um, wasn't necessarily on the golf course, but, uh, here a few couple weeks ago now, a few weeks ago now, um, you know, right after I'd gotten off the, uh, the course and, and my new coach JT Higgins had finished watching me, mm-hmm. uh, him and I had a long conversation and, and that's when, uh, you know, he offered me and, and, and later that day, or it was the next day I ended up committing. But I think that, that moment there, um, right off, I just finished a qualifying round, uh, for the SCGA and played well for the first half around, didn't end up making it. But I think that moment right there was, was really, it was just, it was really cool for me and my family because, you know, USC has been something that right. has been a really cool dream of mine for such a long time. And, mm-hmm. and it's only just now been a reality. Um, and that was, uh, it was just, it was really cool because it was, uh, it was accumulation of, you know, four five, six years of really hard work that had kind of like finally been like, wow, I did it, you know? Yep. Yeah. So definitely. Cool. And 
you know, like we, like I said before, and kind of you were talking about as well. I mean, you know, a, a lot of people want to go play for USC and, you know, USC, just like you said, there's so much that comes with, you know, being an athlete there and it just breeds greatness there. And, you know, to have that moment and the coach offering you like that, I mean, it, that, that is a surreal moment. I mean, at first you're probably like, okay, yeah, you know, you do the usual, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, just, you know, let me talk to my parents, whatever, you know, I'll, you know, let me, you probably didn't have to think about it much, but I mean, it's just, and then after yeah. having that sink in, I'm sure that is just like, yeah, it's um, a really proud moment. I'm sure not only for yourself and I'm sure your parents are so proud of you. Yeah. It took a while for it to feel like, wow, you know, this is happening. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, you know, wake up the next morning and it's like, is this still happening? Like, is this yep. still a thing? Right. It's right. been pretty cool, but you know, it's finally to the stage where um, I'm, I'm focused on the fall and I just can't wait to get up there and, and, you know, compete and, and just, uh, you know, produce good results for the school and, and coach uh coach higgins and coach walton and you know all the guys on the team so definitely man definitely man yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah i know like i said i wish you nothing but the best for that and i'm looking forward to seeing your results there and following you and seeing what the team does and how far you guys can make it and uh you know we're we're heading to the last question here who's inspired you the, to be the person slash golfer you are today oh man that's you know i'm gonna have to give that to um I think my parents. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Uh, my parents, you know, and my brother, I think my, my whole family, I mean, we've, we've done so much together in, in the last, you know, seven years, just with golf. Mm -hmm. um, we've been so many places together. We've been uh, so many tournaments and I think just throughout my entire upbringing, the, you know, the morals that were instilled in me yeah. at a very early age from, from them, from the game of golf, um you know all the way through school always being taught you know school comes first and and you know just my priorities and everything they've kind of instilled in me from mm -hmm. day, um has made me want to be a better person and Definitely. you know work hard and then when you work hard and you see the results it it's just kind of a snowball effect you want to keep doing it and and you know that's why i've kept getting better in every aspect you know from the grades to the golf to um you know just moving on so i think yeah overall my parents you know they've given me and cam a really great life and definitely being you know wow that's cool you know we've we've had a great life and i i want that for myself and mm -hmm. uh, i want to have that one day so i think i gotta i gotta give that one to my parents and they've done a they've done a great job and, yeah you know couldn't ask for for better parents in the whole world so definitely. they've they've been there every step of the way definitely man and like you know this that's kind of, you know, that's, that's usually why I like to ask this question because you, know, you give credit where credit's due and, um, you know, just shouting the parents out there who, you know, whoever it is for, you know, everybody else. But, you know, I, I that's just, it's just a really great, great way to end episodes because, um, you know, yeah. like, to have that support system and them being with you the whole way there and giving everything that you could possibly ever need, you know, to perform at the best of your abilities or even, you know, create the man you are today. So, I mean, that's just, it's, it's just great. I, you know, I love, I love doing that. Yeah. And there's so many people, I mean, friends and family. Oh so yeah. People, but um, yeah, you know, something that like has resonated with me, you know, and part of the reason why I answered the question the way I did is, you know, almost every tournament I've ever been to, you know, if Cameron's in the field or, you know, if he's not, or if he's not playing that week, you know, both my parents are there watching. And if we're both playing in the event, one of us is with me or one of them is with me and one of them is with my brother. And right. growing up and seeing how many kids, you know, don't have their parents watching, they've, I don't think hardly ever missed an event. And, mm -hmm. and it's, uh, having that kind of support, you know, has definitely, definitely shaped, I think, both of us in, in the, the progression through every rank of golf. So definitely well yeah i mean like at the california you know your mom she's fallen you know she's fallen you know everywhere you're going you know in your rounds and you know and like like you said you know even though you know cameron was playing another tournament across the you know completely across the united states and you right. know your dad's with him and i mean that's just great that they're there you know even even when sometimes you know some kids may not have their parents there and um you know it's just great having you know your mom that your mom was there and you know it was great to you know get grab lunch with you guys and you guys you guys bought me lunch that was super nice of you guys and uh yeah yeah it was awesome for you you were there you were there supporting and getting those great shots most of all those were some awesome picks you had the 
had to reward you in some way. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. And it was great to get to know not only you, but your mom as well. And I look forward to, you know, meeting Cameron in person and your dad as well. And um, yeah, man. So yeah, that'll wrap up this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto featuring USC player Parker Sisk. Parker, thank you so much for coming on, man. And like I said, wishing nothing but the best and everything. And we'll be following you and watching you, man. Yeah, you bet. Thanks, Dylan, so much for having me on. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you soon. Sounds good, man. Alrighty. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.